Welcome back to the Pats Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Hensler, and together we're going to explore different facets of athletic training, our colleagues, and their stories. So stick around. Let's be better athletic trainers. All right, welcome back to the Pats Podcast. We're still at the Pats Convention. Um, I have um, Hall of Fame inductee Neil Curtis with us right now. And Neil, how's it feel? It feels uh, very humbling. Uh, I mean, it's the day after, so uh, uh, a little bit of relief because I was a little nervous just getting up in front of the group and and uh, giving my my speech. But it was, it, it's been a great, a great weekend and it was a great evening and uh, got to see some friends I haven't seen in a while uh, because of, we haven't really had in-person meetings in a while. So it was a, it was a lot of fun and uh, it was, I, I got great feedback from lots of people. The, the speech was absolute, it, it, it hit home for me at least on so many levels. Um, those of you that weren't able to make it, uh, we did record it and it should be up on YouTube um, eventually. Uh, don't quote me on timing, but uh, as soon as we get the footage back, we'll get it up and definitely check it out. Um, you made some really good points. Family's first. Yeah. And I, I think sometimes it's hard to to tear away from our, our school families, yeah. but um, it was, I, I, I love the point you brought yeah. up there. I think the main point was be prouder for missing work for life, yeah. not missing life for work. So, uh, and that hit home for me. If, if you have, if you watch the, uh, the ceremony from last night, you'll hear the, the whole thing, but especially once you have children and uh, life throws you curveballs, you know, it's life first. Yeah. So let's talk about your career. Okay. Um, we're gonna, um, let me just, uh, I'm gonna cut that part out. <laughs> so um, you've been in athletic training for a while. Yeah. What oh, has, oh. have you had a career defining moment or what moment would you say has absolutely just defined your career as an athletic trainer? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I, you know, usually I'll just say what pops into my head first and I didn't have one, one item just pop in my head, but you know, I didn't know what an athletic trainer was. I, it's been almost 40 years. So I was an undergraduate uh, graduated in 1983 from Boston University. Had, uh, when I got to college, I had no idea what an athletic trainer was. I grew up in in Brooklyn, in New, and there's no athlete, There was no athletic trainers in any anywhere in the in the in any public schools, and uh, and I didn't even know what it was. I went to college. I took a class that was taught by the athletic trainer, and that probably was the defining moment. Like the head athletic trainer at BU at the time one of my first athletic training related mentors, Nick Passaretti, and he taught the class for phys ed majors, basically the okay. first aid and, you know, type of thing for, for the phys ed majors. And he was the, telling us about what his job was. And I'm like, wow, that sounds pretty cool. And I uh, talked to him after class one day and then he's like, all right, it was internship. They, they didn't have an accredited program at the time. And I just started volunteering probably my year two and then I got really involved in my my th junior and senior year as an undergrad, just doing being an athletic training student, even though it was not part of a formal program. Like most athletic trainers at the time who came into the profession, you know, through the alternate route. Awesome. What's your favorite part about being an athletic trainer? 
So the, the personal connections are the, the best part, the people, really. It's the relationships. And uh, I talked about that a little bit last night as well. But, you know, the, it's the relationship with your patient population, your student athletes, and, uh, the, uh, and your colleagues, and, uh, and all the people surrounding how you do your job, coaches, and, and, and all the other support people that are around, the, from the equipment room to the... Uh, the grounds crew and all those things that help. And as most practicing athletic trainers, those are the people that help make your job easier. Yep. Yeah. So we're in Hershey, the sweetest place on earth. Yeah. What's your favorite candy? My favorite candy. Ooh, I love candy. So my go-to candy bar, Baby Ruth. All right. Not easy to find always anymore. No. It's uh, uh, not named after Babe Ruth, by the way, the baseball player. But it was, I'm pretty sure I did the Googling on this. So I, I don't have a good reference. But it was the daughter of one of the presidents at the time. Okay. It was, it was Ruth. Was I can't Ruth. remember what president. But So that's my go-to candy. Uh, I don't think that's Hershey, though. Hershey, probably Kit Kat. Kit Kat? Yeah. Okay. Right. What do you do for fun? So it's, you know, that's the part I cut out of my talk last night because I knew I was going to take too much time. But, uh, you know, spend time with the family, watch movies. I did talk about that a little bit. I love, I love, I'm a huge sports fan. So I can, uh, I mean, I love, even when I'm not working as an athletic trainer, I love going to watch, especially Westchester University teams play because I, I just know all the people and I like to see them do well. But I, if personally, I I walk the dog, and uh, and I play pickleball. I and pickleball. I play tennis. So I was uh, play a weekend warrior, hundred percent. I just saw a talk on Achilles tendon ruptures. I'm like every time I go play tennis and now pickleball, and I used to play volleyball, but stopped about probably 15 years ago. But uh, it's like oh my god, it's today the day I'm going to rupture my Achilles tendon because I am the high risk <laughs> weekend warrior. So. Uh, I usually play tennis once a week with some of my neighbors, and then in the summer when I'm having all my free time, I'll, I'll they just I play pickleball a couple of times a week. That, that sport's been taking off. Yeah, it's like, crazy. It, you're you're not the first one to mention yeah. pickleball this weekend. Yeah, I mean I'm the uh, I call it the old people tennis. Yep. Yeah. So I still like to play tennis, but it's a more of an event because you need to get your partners and go out pickleball. You just show up. There's always somebody at at, at the public park right one minute from my house makes it convenient. So uh, you go there and you, there's always somebody there. That's awesome. So over your tenure as an athletic trainer, how, how have you seen the profession change and where do you see it going in the next five, 10 years? Yeah. Or where do you want to see it go in the next five, 10 well, years? Well, yeah, I've seen all this, you know, I've been up around for a lot of the changes. The, the, you know, there's probably three or four significant changes since I've been an athletic trainer and I've been directly involved with a lot of them either. So, you know, it was the end of the internship route, right? Which is the way I got into the profession, which was, and I happened to be on the uh, NATA education committee at the time. A lot of darts were being, and, all, and were being thrown at, at our committee at the time. And then uh, the change in the BOC exam, that was a huge change because mm -hmm. it just, you know, went from the in-person practical exam and like, how could we not have a practical exam? Yeah. And then it was, uh, well, the recent change to the master's degrees. Those were the, th I would say, <laughs> with, and I'm probably forgetting one, but those were the big changes. And at each of those changes, there was some vocal opposition to all of those things. Yeah. And they, 
for the most part, they were the right decisions. The mass, it's the change to the master's degree. I, I think it's the right decision, but it's this. We're going through the growing pains now. I'm seeing that as a, as an educator and a program director, but, uh, but I, I do believe it was the right decision, and I do see it with the, with the current uh, job market, and and uh, it seems like the economics of athletic training. My hope is in in ten, five to ten years, the ec- it's all the economics of supply and demand will be very favorable to athletic trainers. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you stopping by. Um, I have one last question for yeah. you, and it's kind of a deep one. What does being an athletic trainer mean to you? These are deep questions. Should have prepared better. The uh, um, look, athletic training—it's it, a career. It's a—it's a little bit of a lifestyle, but uh, it means you know practicing the profession that I love. I you know I love my job. I, I and uh, getting t- and uh, giving back really. You know, helping people do what they want to do uh, as a as a patient or as a student athlete to the best of their ability and being a small part of helping that helping people meet their goals is uh, is very very rewarding i love it i love right. it well thank you for stopping right, my by. pleasure man to meet you All and right. uh, thanks again for All that right. inspiring speech last night thanks thanks well this brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of the pats podcast if you liked what we did here, please remember to like and consider subscribing to the episodes. Uh, leave a comment if you have any questions um, or you want to hear any topics or if you want to become involved in helping with the podcast. Um, until next time, I'm Philip Hensler, and this was the Pats Podcast.